Welcome to the Proper Lookout Podcast, published by the Statutory Insurance Group of McCabe Kerwood. In this series, our CTP experts will discuss a range of topics, sharing their thoughts on an industry trend or an intriguing legal issue, explaining the intricacies of an important case, and hopefully imparting some of the knowledge that they have gained. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this week's edition of the Proper Lookout Podcast. This is Renee Reddy from the Statutory Insurance Team, and today we'll be looking at when the parties are bound by the schedule costs imposed by the Maya regulations, as well as how costs are impacted when either a claimant or the insurer rejects the DRS assessment of damages, as regulated by Clause 30 and 31 of the Maya regulations. As you all know, legal costs under Maya are regulated under Part 6 of the Motor Accident Injuries Regulations 2017, which caps legal costs for motor accident injury claims made on or after 1 December 2017. Keep listening as we explore the maximum cost recoverable under the Maya regulations and what your liability may be should you disagree with the DRS assessment. Similarly to the MACA regulations, the Maya regulations do not apply to claims that are exempt from assessment. As we know, the types of matters which may be exempted has been narrowly defined. Whilst Clause 24 of the regulations allows legal practitioners to contract out from the scheduled cost regime, these restrictions are somewhat onerous. There are two hoops to jump through before contracting out of the scheduled costs will be successful. The first hoop is that the settlement or award must exceed $75,000. In the old scheme, this may not have appeared to have been very difficult to achieve. However, under the new stringent Maya scheme, we know this to be much more difficult given the limited heads of damage available. This means if a matter settles for not more than $75,000, both the claimant and defendant law firm are only entitled to claim regulated costs and cannot contract out. The regulated costs are explained in Schedule 1, the details of which I will not go into today as that is enough to discuss in a podcast of its own. It appears that the first hoop is to limit the costs where the awards are less than $75,000. The second hoop is that the amount of solicitor client fees recovered by practitioners cannot exceed the difference between the settlement amount or award and the $75,000 threshold. This means that the maximum solicitor client costs cannot be more than party party costs plus the difference between the settlement or award and $75,000. Listeners, let me break that down for you. For example, if a matter settles for $100,000, a law firm is prevented from charging more than $25,000 in contracted out solicitor client costs. And this is the difference between the $100,000 settlement and the $75,000 cap. The second hoop aims to predict the first $75,000 of a settlement or award from being eroded by solicitor client costs. So what happens to claims made by minors? Well, Clause 26 of the Maya regulations also limits legal costs recoverable for a settlement or award up to $75,000, where the claim has been exempted because the claimant is a minor. The costs are limited to a maximum of $15,000. However, should the settlement or award exceed $75,000, then capped costs would not apply. The cap also does not apply if the claim has been exempted 
for a reason other than the claimant being a minor. Now, listeners, let's move on to discuss Clause 30 and 31 and liability within the DRS. An interesting change that Maya has brought about is that the DRS is to determine liability in claims for damages. As we know, under MACA, where an insurer wholly denies fault and liability, the matter will be exempted and proceed to court. However, under Maya, the claim will not be exempted from assessment by the DRS. Importantly, an assessment regarding liability is not binding on any party to the assessment. However, the assessment on the amount of damages for liability is binding on the insurer if firstly, the insurer admits that liability under the claim, and secondly, the claimant accepts that amount of damages in settlement of the claim within 21 days after the certificate of assessment. Therefore, the insurer may only elect to reject the DRS certificate where it has denied liability. However, insurers and claimants alike beware as there are potential cost implications should you proceed to court. So what happens when a claimant does not accept an award for damages from DRS and proceeds to court? Well, firstly, if the amount of court-awarded damages does not exceed the damages in the certificate of assessment, the claimant is liable to pay regulated costs up to $25,000 of any party. And this is covered by clause 30 brackets 2 of the Maya regulations. Secondly, if the amount of court awarded damages exceeds the certificate of assessment by at least $2,000 or 20%, whichever is the greater, or at least by $200,000, the insurer is liable to pay regulated costs incurred by any party. And this is covered by clause 30 brackets 3 of the Maya regulations. In all other cases, the insurer and claimant are to pay their own costs, and this is covered by clause 30 brackets 4 of the Maya regulations. So moving on to what happens when an insurer does not accept an award for damages from DRS and proceeds to court. As already discussed, the insurer can only reject the DRS assessment of damages where it has denied liability and it does not accept the DRS assessor's decision on liability. Subject to any court direction regarding costs, the insurer is liable to pay the claimant's unregulated party-party costs in respect of the claim. The proviso is important. If the court enters a judgment for the defendant, one would expect an order that the plaintiff pay the defendant's costs in the normal way. To all the insurers listening, this clause does not apply to costs incurred in the matter before the certificate of assessment is issued. The costs of the DRS process remain regulated. Well, listeners, that brings me to the end of our topic today. And I hope you've learned something. Thanks for tuning in and join us next week for another informative CTP podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information on anything discussed, please contact Peter Hunt at peter.hunt at or visit our website to see McCabe Kerwood's full team of specialists.